Greetings, everyone. This is Morning Eggnog. My name is James Font. With me as always, Caleb Font. Good morning, everybody. Except, again, we're doing not another morning podcast. It's not morning time. But uh, today with us, our special guest is uh, Jonathan Font. Hello. A.K.A. Osmo, if you know him online, uh, with a lot of things. I he, am. He's my oldest brother. Yep. Came up with the name Osmo back in fourth grade. Yeah, good I remember. So you've had, you've had like that 20, forever. 30, oh, good lord, forty years. Yeah, so it's been not quite 40, 30, 30, 30, no. 35. <laughs> 35. I am forty. How old do you think I am? <laughs> Seventy. So thirty-four years. It's. I used to draw a little, little like helmet character that kind of looked like Pac-Man, but not, not really. And that was that was Osmo. He instead of like a Pac-Man mouth with nothing there, he had like a visor and yeah, and a little smile. Yeah, a little feet. And I remember seeing pictures arms. of Osmo. Now he's just an online Osmo the alien. Now he's an online presence. Online Apex champion. Apex <laughs> champion. <laughs> Legends of Apex. They should make a character just based off of him. Exactly. They should. You should get right into the creators. I've won a couple of these rounds, so I'm a champion. You need to put me in with the rest of them. I should be a legend. A legend. Please. So the reason we're having a... Uh, uh, <coughs> can't breathe. The reason we're having Jonathan here on the, on the podcast today... <laughs> Is because <laughs> he's done a lot of things. Uh, he's worked in fast food for. I've been around for oh, over I, twenty years. That's what I was gonna say. Twenty years. Has it been twenty years? He worked in fast food. Seventeen. Seventeen Ooh, years. Seventeen almost, years. Almost. You you did some radio work. You worked in factories, and uh, mostly we wanted to hear about the uh, fast food shenanigans because there's a lot of things on there. Yeah, I worked in radio right out of high school because it was funny. Dad asked me one day. He said to him. We were working on a kitchen doing something, and I was think like 17, and you guys both know our fathers and how communicative yeah. they are. They're very communicative. And very. Just, yeah. They just sit there and communicate very deep, thoughtful things all the time, and my dad looks over at me, and he goes, you don't want to do this. And I go, <laughs> I don't want to do what? Like, tear out drywall? No, it's disgusting. I hate it. And he was like, no, no, you don't want to do this. You don't want to do construction for the rest of your life. And I was like, not, no, I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't be too bad. Why? And he was like, what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, I, communications? I'd love to do communications. And I was like, I was thinking about going to college for communications. And he goes, well, what do you want to do with communications? And I was like, oh, I want to do radio. He goes, well, have you ever tried to get a radio job? Well, no. <laughs> well, why don't you try and get a radio job first? And so. Um, Instead of skip the college part, see what happens. Right. Yeah. And it actually was kind of funny because the second. Like the second week I was there, there was a girl who had a four-year college degree in communications, and I was teaching her how to do radio. Yeah. I found her in the closet crying, and she's like, I feel like I wasted my life when this high school kid is teaching me how to do this. I'm like, well, it's okay, ma'am. I feel like I'm wasting my life, too. Jonathan has a lot of uh, sympathy sympathy for women. <laughs> so so at, at, so I worked there. I worked there for about a year. And, and I actually, if I can dig him up, I actually have a few of your sound your commercials for things. Oh, you did a, you, He did a commercial where um, it was for Thanksgiving, and he did uh, turkey noises in the background and pretended to be a turkey. <laughs> I did. And it was he. What was the other one? You did. You did. Uh, you did. It. You yeah. did a Halloween one where you made scary noises. Oh, yeah. I, remember doing I don't that know one. where that disc is, but it was a disc full of, and then you had uh, none of staple them, on there. None of them are real. Like, none of them went out on the air ever. Oh, that's Really? No, I made them all because I was bored. <laughs> 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 what you got to remember is I worked third shift. 
So there was literally no one else in the building. Oh. And um, so one oh, time. Oh, yes. This is a fun I story. literally played Quake 2 <laughs> all night long, and they paid me to do it. Like, I had <laughs> other things to do, obviously. But um, when, one of, what year was this? Like 19? 1998. Okay. 98, 99. So I was a year old. I had dial-up at my house. And they had and fast. They had T1. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> uh, T1 was like tier one internet, which is probably like what Spectrum has now. So like what, okay. what you basically have now. And I mean, you got to remember when you go from half a megabyte a second at a good day to 100 megabytes a second. I thought I was. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. So one night I'm sitting and I'm playing Quake 2, probably not supposed to, but. They didn't know it, but I had Quake 2 installed on all their computers. <laughs> right, because I actually had a LAN party there one night. Oh, my. On, you're terrible. I had, I had Richard. That's amazing. I had Richard and Andy. And um, I had like three or four of my friends over, and we sat in the newsroom and played StarCraft. Oh, my gosh. Online. <laughs> anyway. And you never got caught. No, no. They, um, they let me go for other reasons. Oh, okay. Downsizing. We actually changed hands. We changed companies uh, three times while I was there. Oh, in, wow. In the one year that I was there, we went from being um, Lima Core to being J Core to being Clear Channel Communications. Oh, and wow. Now I think they're uh, iHeartRadio or something. Oh, okay. So, they're an iHeartRadio. Yeah, iHeartRadio who's buying out all radio stations. Pretty yep. much. So basically... Um, got downsized and then went and worked at the factory for a while. Completely never wanted to go into fast food ever, but it was the lean, the lean years. So I think it was O two. They had open interviews at McDonald's, and I was the only person to show up in a suit. Oh well, I was at a. <laughs> I was I interviewed for a factory job and I showed up for my when I was eighteen. I had a inter, I had a an application drop-off outfit and a interview outfit, and mine was a, a tie and a shirt. And then the guy behind me was wearing, he had tattoos all up, in, I think he had a face tattoo, tattoos all up and down his arms and wearing a hoodie and cut-off jeans. Right, and that's... I was that's, like, oh, that's what you expected me right? and to that's look what like. I showed up, and I was like, I was the only one there in a suit and tie, and everybody else is like wearing sweatpants and looked like they just rolled out of bed in the morning, and I have my hair all crusted over, and because I really wanted the job. So I got pretty much hired on the spot, and I worked uh, I worked at like all, the, yeah, all the different McDonald's. I worked at a lot of the different ones down in, in the Lima area. And, and then, you, you told me once there's a difference between Bluffton and, oh, shoot, where are the two? The two there's a nicer Bluffton area. Bluffton and Lima. Yeah. So, so you said Lima pinched their pennies, and then in the Bluffton one, some people would be like, oh, it's $5 change, and I keep it. Yeah, no, it was, mm -hmm. well, I mean, like, they have the one down on Market Street, which is a, a real ghetto area as far as that was. And we always used to joke because we'd have, we have uh, regular lunch, and then we'd have drug dealer lunch, and then we'd have regular <laughs> supper, and then we'd have drug dealer <laughs> supper. And then drug dealers would come back for drug dealer, like, after supper, and then the morning people would get there for the breakfast. So, that's, <laughs> <laughs> like, usually your drug dealers quit coming around through four, five-ish, because that's like, that's too, that's too early, that's too late or early, whichever four way you want to look at it. that line. Right, and then you have your people getting up in the morning and coming to coffee in the morning, it's like six, 
six thirty and stuff. So, so a real change of pace from the drug dealers to the the morning. Oh yeah, huge change of pace. Because the thing is, is it's down by the hospital, so you're dealing with lawyers in the hospital <laughs> and doctor people, and then yeah, so you do that. So worked there for uh, ten years and had some had some really interesting occasions. Uh, the girls used to see how many phone numbers they could get in a night until the one guy kept coming back through and asking for her number all the time and then so on and so forth. And I was like, don't ever do that again. Cause I'm not, I was like, dude, you need, to, deal with you need to never come back again. Just never come back and talk to her. Um, <sighs> and then uh, went and worked at subway for about five years and then uh, moved on from there to work at a nursing home for a year and uh, was the, Yep. <laughs> yeah. Was the the um I'm trying to remember what my title was there. My title was Director the, of Kitchens. The um the Assistant Director of Culinary Arts. Ooh. <clears throat> super sounds fancy. Super fancy way of saying assistant director of food. <laughs> just I basically just made sure that people got their food and then now I'm working at Happy Days. Yep. So I brought everybody Happy Days hats for their for their Happy Days enjoyment, Aha! which is a uh, locally owned fast food restaurant down in Lima. If you want to sponsor us, feel free. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> email us at morningeggnog at gmail.com. Morning eggnog. Name is second day on my song. And so, yeah, it's been, a, it's been an experience because you work with, um, you, you deal with all types of people and you work with all types of people and. And you have a lot of uh, interesting characters that you would never meet uh, that don't ever come out of their house for anything other than food, I guess. So <laughs> you so work cave trolls. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's cave trolls again. They're back. You, you work right after drug dealer lunch. I never thought of that today. <laughs> oh, yes, drug dealer lunch. It's, it's like second breakfast. <laughs> drug dealers, the cave trolls. What else have we got going here? So you worked at McDonald's the longest, 11 years so far. Yeah, the longest. And yeah. you, you've told me several stories. Yeah, so stories. Why don't you pass on to the audience? Let's say, I don't know, ten stories, because there's <laughs> at least that many. Yeah, the the kids at can McDonald's, you remember that many? Yeah, there's a, well, there's a whole bunch of different things, but like the the kids at McDonald's, they don't really. Well, I don't know. I shouldn't say McDonald's. The kids in general, um, they just don't really have any filter, and they'll just ask you like all kinds of questions. And uh, I had this one kid come up to me. I was in the middle of like six things. I had, you know, I had drawers to put in and I'm doing other things and I'm carrying, I don't remember what I was carrying, but I was carrying stuff in both hands. And he just kind of like sidles up next to me and he's like, hey, is Ianti really cheating on my girlfriend? Because it's not real women. And wait, I was like, wait, no, wait. I'm not discussing this now. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the middle of what? Like, let me go put this stuff away. And. No, we're not discussing this ever again. This is so, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's so, I mean, you have a lot of those. And then you have the, just the customers like to come in. And truthfully, though, at Happy Days, everything is fresh. So people, I'm used to where at McDonald's, you know, we would put six filet of fish in a drawer or, you know, 75 nuggets in a drawer. And if you need 10 nuggets, you take them out and you put them in the box and you go from there. But at Happy Days, we cook everything fresh, but people don't understand that. So. I had a guy come in the other night and he was hot and he goes, I, I want you to replace my fish sandwich now. And I was like, okay, I'll go back and replace it. It's going to take me about six minutes. And he goes, no, no, you don't understand me. I want it replaced now. And I was like, it's raw fish. And we put it in a basket and we cook it. 
and then we put it on a sandwich and we give it to you. Like we don't have any extra fish just chilling in the back. Like we have to cook it. I can put raw fish on a bun. I'm trying to do that right now. <laughs> right? Like, I'm not trying to be mean. And uh, he was like, Oh, so you, it's really fresh. Like you guys actually cook it. And I was like, yeah, we actually <laughs> cook it. Like that's what we said. So it, he, we worked them something out um, and I gave him some sort of monetary confrontation, but yeah, best, um, best question I was ever asked. This is was, my favorite question <laughs> of all time. I'm in the bag drive through and this lady comes McDonald's. to come to McDonald's. Right. And she's like, uh, excuse me, sir. She goes, what's the difference between the three piece strip and the five piece strip? I told mom that. <laughs> I told mom that and she didn't know I was making a joke. She's like, you're what? I was like, yeah, that was a question that Jonathan got asked. She's like, well, I can help you with that. Right. Like that, that, was, that was my first thing was like, I thought, oh, this is some college kid being stupid. Yeah. And, and I was like. I'm sorry, you mean you want to know the price difference? No, I want to know the actual difference between the three-piece strip and the five-piece strip. And I was like, well, uh, two, two chicken strips. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say. Like, oh, well, you don't have to be a smart aleck about it. Like, I wasn't trying. You ask stupid questions, you get stupid answers. But oh like at Subway, oh we my. used to get questions like that all the time because people would ask you, like all of the sandwiches for the most part at Subway are named what they are. Like exactly. Like, yeah. what do you think comes on the ham and cheese sub? Ham Chicken. and cheese. Chicken and broccoli. I remember. Like, That's what comes on it. I felt like that. I felt like saying that. I should make it. I should make a restaurant where everything is named completely wrong. Right. Like, <laughs> this is a chicken and broccoli sandwich. It comes. It's a meatball sub. <laughs> what is this? What is this? I ordered a chicken broccoli sub. It's a meat. Did you read the small print? It says meatball sub. But when we, might so, vary in pricing. When, <laughs> I realize that people don't listen like at all when nope. I when I worked at Subway. Mm. And people don't read ever. No, they don't read or do anything. So we were remodeling our lobby and it was, we were going to be closed for like a week. And um, so there we put up cones. We took all of our signs down and put clothes temporarily. We had a dumpster outside of Nobody our door. Nobody listens to anything. We had giant like uh, plastic between the food area and the front lobby because the front lobby was being remodeled and not the back of it. And we would still have people drive around the cones, walk around the dumpster, come in the front door, look at me standing there in my flannel and my hoodie and be like, are you guys open? <laughs> no, we're not open. Like, you sure you can't make me something? There's no food. Like, there's a giant plastic wall here. I'm here cleaning. I was doing plumbing at a Taco Bell and I had a lady drive up. Get out of her car. Come try the door. Like, there's there's no seating, nothing. Same thing. Like, everything's tore up. There's huge signs that say closed. She came up, tried the door, noticed me in there. I'm a plumber. I don't look anything like I work there. She met my eye and then quickly got back in her car and drove away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. The plumber's out to get me. Dang it. I made eye contact. Crap, 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 crap. But they would ask, like, oh, my gosh. I would, like, you sure you can't make me a sandwich? No, I can't make you a sandwich. Like, it was just, <laughs> it was amazing. People don't read. And then uh, the employees sometimes weren't a whole lot better. Uh, <laughs> the third, not, not joking at all, 
I we we closed down our third shift. We were going to close it down in December, and between um, July and November, did I say that right? Yes, between July and November, I hired and fired thirty people. Oh my goodness! Because they would come, and no joke, one guy called me up one night, ten minutes before his shift, and goes, "Jonathan, I just can't come to work," and I'm like. Why don't you think you can come to work tonight? And he was like, uh, cat scratch me. <laughs> and he, he sent me the picture of this little teeny scratch. It was like that big on his arm. And he was like, seriously, man, I think I might have cat scratch fever. I'm, I'm going to the emergency room. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, all right, all right, all right I guess you can't make it. <laughs> And uh, so, I mean, I got a lot of excuses. There were a lot of times I just looked what's, at it. What's the top five best excuses? Um, another excuse, a girl used to purposely, because she didn't feel like working, she knew she was lactose intolerant, and she would go to Cold Stone next door and get a double dip ice cream cone and then come to work and then throw up everywhere. And oh. be like, I can't work anymore. I've got to go home. <laughs> There's number one. Oh I was say like, cat scratch was probably number one. I still, I cat scratch is pretty funny, but that's um, res- that's so stupid. I don't want to work. I guess I'll go throw up. I'll, I got, go, I'll go make myself sick. Oh, no fun. No, Three I more. I, I, that never made any more sense. The funny you've been thing a manager is, for so long. I fired her, right? And she called me three months later and begged me for her job back because she was living out of her car, and I was like. You didn't want to work here. No. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. So, um, you didn't want to work. Why would I hire you back? There were all kinds of, I mean, I'm trying to think of other excuses, like specific excuses. Other people would be like, but they were all just, I mean, they all kind of like jumbled together after so long. Yeah. And you just end up with like soup of my brother's sister's cats died and I can't. I can't come to work today because I'm in mourning. I mean, I don't know. Like that's probably that's an exaggeration, but it still is like you'd hear some of them and you're like the the one guy didn't want to be at work one time when I worked at Subway. I don't know what he did. Mm-hmm. But he came in and he knew he didn't want to be at work that day and he's like, "Oh, I got something in my eye. I got something in my eye." And he kept rubbing it and rubbing it until it like was all inflamed. He's like, "I'm going to have to go to St. Rita's. I don't know." I was like, well, I guess you can go or whatever. And then his like his whole eye cleared up and he was fine and he walked out the door. And I was <laughs> like, Yeah, right. You had something in your eye. <laughs> you think you can at least fake it till oh you get out the goodness. door. Right. <laughs> at least fake it that long. So now did you ever have a t- a customer explode? Like get super mad? Um probably the closest I did, and I never ever, 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 ever want to be in charge of any place that has a playground ever again. Oh gosh. It was uh, uh, managing a McDonald's that had a playground. I had a dad come in and threaten to kill me if I ruined his daughter's 10th birthday because I didn't have Ronald there for him. And P.S. You can't just have Ronald show up. No one has a Ronald costume. Like it's a trademark thing. You have to go through like Ronald school, believe it or not. What? Yeah. You have to like, there are specific people who are allowed to play Ronald in various places. So Ronald shows up and costs money to the franchise to be there and like is a special person. Like is like Ronald for Indiana wow. and Ronald for Ohio. Okay. That is ex- interesting information. Yeah. So dude shows up the and Ronald he's like tryouts. Why are there no Ronalds here? There's supposed to be a Ronald here. And I was like, I, I don't know. Nobody told me anything. And the lady that we had that scheduled the birthday parties at the time was terrible communicator. So I have this new girl who <laughs> I think she'd 
I think it was her first day. She was like, I'll be, a, I'll be somebody. And so I had her dress up in the Hamburglar costume and go out and entertain so these So you have kids. a Hamburglar costume. Right, like you can have the other characters. Like we had a Hamburglar and a Grimace and some other people. I was Grimace once. That's exciting. <laughs> I, I was Larry the Lion a couple of years. There you go. So, I mean, you For do. The, libra- the library lion. Oh. Oh, okay. Larry the library lion. I got to ride on a float in July. That's in what, an outfit in a costume. In, a, in the sun. I almost died. They tried to shove my Grimace costume out the top of this S, this RV. It, it didn't work out very well. What? 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 Like, we were in a parade, and oh, the RV okay. was driving, and it had a bunch of McDonald's stuff on the side. And so, so you're trying to shove it up there so people could right, see it. Right, and people were like, are you out there? I couldn't see anything because I just kept pushing the costume through the ceiling. I didn't wave at any. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> It looks a little floppy oh up there. It looks like goodness. a giant like gumdrop trying to come out of the top of this <laughs> RV. Anyway, so this this late, this girl first so, day on the job. Possibly. First day on the job, hopped out there and went out and took care of the business, I guess. And the guy came back and wasn't angry at me anymore. That's so that good. was that was so always remember to threaten to kill your <laughs> local McDonald's manager if he ruins her your tenth. Your daughter's tenth birthday. I did. I was on birthday. headset with a girl, and it was like her first or second day. And um, oh my god! And the guy was like, yes, "Hey, kill I asked for extra onions last time, and the last time they only put three onions on my sandwich. And if they only put three onions on my sandwich, I'm coming in there and I'm shoving my foot so far up your ass." <laughs> <laughs> and she and this girl looks at me, and I was like, "It's okay. <laughs> like, I'll be here. I'll hand him his food." And I handed him his food, and he was perfectly fine. He was, he was cool. But like Have he you, was like on the headset, he was sounding like he was surging. <laughs> Have you ever seen the uh, <laughs> seen the post? It's a Taco Bell manager post. There's a woman. She said, "I want extra." She said, "I want extra hot sauce." And when I mean extra, I mean extra, 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 extra hot sauce. And he said, every time she pressed said extra, I pressed extra on the thing. Until it was 18 times. He said, the person back there making the taco looked at me and said, is this a mistake? He said, no, put that much on. <laughs> so she came up. I handed her a bag of food, waited about five minutes. She comes peeling back in the driveway. Red sauce all over her f- body, all over her dash. <laughs> And she said, I need to speak to a manager. He said, I am the manager. (laughs) And And you said you wanted extra, 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 extra. (laughs) Look at your receipt. It says it. (laughs) And the thing you, you, that, that's probably the most disheartening thing in the world is when you'll look at people and they'll be like, I want to talk to the manager. And you know that you're the person that they're mad at. And you know that there's only satisfaction that they're going to get from you. (laughs) Like, that's it. Like. Yep. You were already mean to me. I already don't like you. We are already in a terrible situation. Like it's it's like it's like getting married to someone you hated all through high school because <laughs> you don't have a choice. So yeah, you have you have a lot of three three second relationships uh, that are not that are not wonderful. <laughs> like you and I, we're going to be in a relationship for three minutes, <laughs> and I hope you like it and walk out that door with a smile. Because I don't, I don't want to see your face ever again. <laughs> um, one of the probably saddest things that I ever had happen was uh, a girl was coming through the drive-thru, dressed real nice in like, oh, a, no. like a pantsuit, oh, and no. um, she ordered all this food, but for some reason, 
she decided that she wasn't going to roll her window down all the way. And it was breakfast time for morning. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no. And she ordered a large orange juice. No. Oh. And as she was pulling it in through the window crack that she had cracked, oh no! It pulled the lid off and dumped all down her blouse, oh, all over no. her entire body. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there. I purposely made sure my hands were way off that glass way before any of that happens, <laughs> because I knew what was gonna happen. You were standing here like this, <laughs> right? See, they're right here. <laughs> Would you like me to get you a napkin? <laughs> <laughs> Here is one that. Oh my gosh. Okay, most ludicrous ludicrous story, which is still does not make any <laughs> any sense to me at all. So, I was working downtown and it was about, I don't know, 2 in the morning or whatever. <laughs> the best time of best, to be best a fast time. food. <laughs> best time to be a fast food. I have worker. gotten fast food at 2 a.m. Those people it depends on who you get, but they're either really grumpy or like the nicest person you've ever met in the entire world. And so we, we appreciate you. Yeah. So <laughs> for our 2 a.m. Taco Bell runs. So I get this guy. <laughs> I, I got some other stuff together. And I'm trying to remember what he was waiting on. Anyway, he, I went back to the window. I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. Are you waiting on something? I, I think he said, yeah, I'm waiting on a large shake. I said, fine, I'll go get your large shake. So I went over. And, you know, McDonald's large shakes are like 32 ounces. They're huge. So Diabetes. I fill up the cup. But it was slow. So it took me a little while. But I got it all up. And I. Put the lid on, and I went out, and I was like, I'm sorry, it took so long, sir. No joke. He's sitting there in his car, and he grabs the shake from me, never loses eye contact, <laughs> and goes, huh, and slams the shake against his windshield, <laughs> <laughs> and goes, huh, and drives away. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> This is like I maybe it was a rental. Maybe it was a rental and he was trashing it before he went. That's all I can think. That doesn't make any sense. My wife just cheated on me. (laughs) (laughs) Milkshake (laughs) on the windshield. I never, none of it made any sense. And I just stood there for the longest time. Like I would understand if he threw it back at me. Okay, that makes perfect sense. But (laughs) he just sits there. Let me ruin my own property to show a point. Never. Never lost eye contact, just had this grumpy, like, I hate everything. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Oh. Now, did you ever have anybody smash, like, throw trays or smash stuff inside the store? Uh, Not, no, not normally. I mean, normally I was able to take care of things ahead of time. There There were some, there were a lot of managers who were not as communicative and they had food thrown back at them. Um, and that's, that's just, ridiculous normally you can normally take care of a situation if you're willing to talk about it yeah talk about it give a little bit and so on and so forth but um the you can give store credit to most people are pretty happy if you give them free stuff right right some of it is is coming down to the person's level and looking at them as a person and getting them to look at you as a person and if you can get that together then it's like look i'm doing my best to make you happy you want to be happy hopefully lord willing and <laughs> And if you can, you can meet at that, that common ground, then you're okay. You know, are you, are you upset about the quality of the food? Well, I can replace that. Are you upset about how long it's taking? Well, let's try and fix that problem and things like that. So speaking of quality of food, <clears throat> did you ever catch any of your employees doing anything bad to food? Uh, not on purpose. Like I never saw any of my employees do um, anything to food on purpose. Um, 
probably our oh, the worst scenario I ever had was I don't I don't even know how it happened. It was ridiculous. But the guy the guy had to put down. He it was like his second day on the job. He was mentally handicapped, and I mean, and I'm not being so you're giving grace. You're giving grace. He was he was mentally handicapped. He really was. I don't think he was quite all there, and. He got his timers mixed up, and I think he pulled the McChicken after like 20 seconds in the grease. Ooh. And so they came out like, and I had a customer, and they got out to the customer. Oh, I don't know how many we served because the, oh, no. the whole tray was full, but um, they were just like raw pink chicken. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And the, this, this lady had taken a nice big bite of it, and I was like, oh, I, let me repeat. Place that for you, right? Let me praise it for you, ma'am. I'm sorry. Oh, so I went back and had to throw all those away. But uh, yeah, I guess that, okay. So nothing purposeful, at least under your management mm. that you saw. No, and again, that like yeah, you can only be one place at one time. But yeah. there were a lot of times that the thing is, is most people just find that disgusting in general, so they're not gonna really do anything like that. I mean, you have people that still come back. I had this customer. He came. He came to came to work every day, or he came and got a salad every day. And I would get him a salad, and, and we talked a little bit, and so on and so forth. And I, I remember, as his salad was coming down the line, I personally made his salad, and it got to the window, and we put lids on our salads, even if they're for here. And I remember looking at it and going, it looks fine. And then giving it to him, and then like not more than three minutes later, um, an employee came back and got me, and they said, hey, Jonathan, uh, Jimmy wants to talk to you. And I'm like, okay. So I go up front, and like... There were three dead moths in the salad. What? Oh my goodness! And I like, and he said, "Look, I don't want to make a big deal about this because I, you know, I'm here every day, and you guys never have served me food like this before." But like, <laughs> there's moths in there's my moths salad, in my salad. And I was like, "You saw me. I made your salad." Like, I looked at it. I don't even know where they came from. So I, to this day, I don't know where those moths came from. But that's weird. And then you, you also have supply issues. Um, when I worked at Subway, I would go through the lettuce, and there were sometimes I'd find, um, and very, very, I mean, you got to remember, I was there five years, so that's a lot of lettuce you see, and in the time I was there, I probably found like two or three grasshoppers. Oh. Like, because they're green, yeah. they look like lettuce, they just go through everything with everything else, they're about the same, you know, so I would, you know, there's some of that that you just pick out and throw away, because you just find it, but those, those are mostly supply issues that you can't fix, so. Yeah, you can't you can't catch everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's again, a lot five, of five years. I mean, you probably go through several ton of lettuce. Oh yeah, that's through all saying, the yeah. distributors, you go through tons and literal tons and tons of lettuce and product in general. Right. In a year. I mean, how many does how many burgers does McDonald's advertise sold <laughs> right. billions a year? Well, I think I figured it up one time. Um, so for our downtown location at McDonald's, um, that was back when double cheeseburgers were a dollar. We we sold enough double cheeseburgers in a week to give everyone in Lima four double cheeseburgers at that one location. Wow! So and that's why America's really fat. <laughs> yeah, because we had so I mean because McDonald's is mediocre mediocre for a cheap price. Yeah. So you had your you had your long. Yeah, so Lime is about 50,000 people, and on average in a week, we sold around 150,000 double cheeseburgers. And that's that just double cheeseburgers. A week. A week. It was, it was pretty crazy. So, yeah, we, it, was, it was fun. Like, I, you, you do a lot of communication. You learn a lot of stuff about people. You, you meet a lot of people. You meet a lot of people you wouldn't talk to otherwise. Oh, no. And, and uh, it's, really, it's a fun job to get you started and get you 
there's a lot of people that um been invited to three weddings with people that fell in love at different restaurants <laughs> I've worked at. <laughs> Did you go to any of them? Yeah, yeah, I went to all of them. I was oh. in I was in the one guy's wedding. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was in the one guy's wedding. Um <laughs> got got invited to prom a couple times by girls that worked with me at Did you go to any of those? Yeah, I went okay. to those. <laughs> Back before I got married, yep. <laughs> I don't go to proms anymore. I'm a little old. <laughs> That'd be a little a little creepy to go to a prom now. <laughs> Can, Can I, I bring my kids? <laughs> and my wife, she wants to she wants to go back to prom. She wants to go to prom. So oh yeah, it's so um it's all about communication and making people happy and, and it's always and which is fun. I mean, I really enjoy doing the work. The work's I mean, the work is the work. It's you do what you do. You cook. You have grease, and like I always said, it's um, when I left the nursing home because I didn't have to cook so much when I when I was there. But uh, somebody was like, "So, how's uh, Happy Days going for you?" And I said, "It's great. You know, back to grease and glory." So, <laughs> <laughs> grease and glory. Some people would think you work at a mechanic shop, but no, I work at Happy Days. I work at Happy Days. We have. So- we're, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about. We're supposed to be getting new fryers where I will not have to mess with the grease anymore. That's so that good. makes me. Super happy. What? All right. Sorry. That's all right. That was it. What is the worst injury you've had in your years working at fast food that you've had to work with? Man, I, for me. Okay. Let me phrase it. What is the worst injury you have had? And what is the worst injury that another employee or that you have seen? seen? Honestly, none. Like really in, in 17 years of fast food In 17 years of fast food. I cut my finger, and they wanted me to go to the emergency room, and I told them no. It's still a little numb. <laughs> Good but, lord! And, and I've got a scar here, but that was from like my second day at Subway. I was stupid. You were cutting bread and missed. no, I was cutting a plastic sack, and for whatever reason, I with the exacto knife, you had your hand here and went. Oh. They have really sh- the knives at Subway are really sharp. One of the we used to have the college kids that they come over, and they would um, they would hit on my they would hit on my employees. And the one girl was not very nice. And if you know, if you've gone into a subway, we have a whole bunch of knives and they're various colored handles like blue and yellow and green and red. Cutting certain things, I'm assuming. One for cutting meat, one for cutting I would, produce. That probably, but we never, we never <laughs> got it. But anyway, there's just a whole bunch of different colors. And um, he just kept like hitting on her and be like, hey, you want to go out with me, baby? Blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. And she said, you know what? If you keep this up, I'm going to stab you with so many knives. You're going to walk out of here looking like a Christmas tree. <laughs> That's a good answer, girls. If you're working at a fast food restaurant and a man keeps hitting on you. On the flip side of that, I had a guy who kept coming in who was uh, one of the girl's ex-boyfriends. And I was like, dude, why do you keep coming here? And he was like, because mm-hmm, then she still has to make me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh my goodness! It was a true story. It made me kind of chuckle. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like, why do you keep coming back, man? Because she still has to make me a sandwich. That was like that wow. is terrible. I but the thing is, you can watch her make it, so she can't do anything too horrible yep. to it. Yep. She was grumpy about it. She didn't like doing it, but <laughs> oh my god! She'd find out when she was working. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Still had to make me a sandwich. So really, no injuries whatsoever. I'm not not on my like not when I was there. Like I had a I had a lady who worked third shift who pulled cookies off the top and they fell and broke her hand. Jeez, what? Um, so she Explain had more. So she had her. So <laughs> she pulled at, cookies off top. Broke she her was hand. In, she was in the freezer 
and she needed to bake some cookies, and she pulled the whole case down, and oh, it fell. You know, she so pulled how, it like, off, and it fell. One hundred and fifty cookies, or something. Probably more than that, but okay. yeah, they're all so frozen. a huge bag of frozen cookies. Right. Okay, that makes way more sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so she she broke her Shattered hand. Shattered her hand, that. probably. But that's like it. Like I really can't think. Like I'd heard, well, I've heard, good. I've heard horror stories. I've heard uh, there was a girl who came in supposedly high on LSD, not on my shift, at a different store. Because you cracked the whip for your employees. Well, no, I just don't <laughs> remember it ever happening. But uh, at McDonald's, the hash browns will come out of the... I uh, don't like any of this story. LSD and then hash browns. <laughs> yeah, and it's frying. Yeah. She came in high on LSD and the hash brown came out of the little rack. And rather than do what most oh, of us no. would do and use tongs, yeah, she just reached no, into no, about here. No, 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 no. like, here, I guess it's okay now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so no. That, that happened. I, I wasn't there for that one, <laughs> but it's a good story to remember. <laughs> I guess. No kidding. So, Children don't do LSD. It's, no, it's bad for you. So, so yeah. uh, the other thing uh, I remember you also told, told us bathroom horror stories. Oh, now here's one thing that I found out recently. I follow a page on Instagram that is, they do uh, crime scene cleanup or hazmat cleanup for things. And they posted a picture of a horrendous-looking bathroom, and they said, this is a bathroom in a movie theater. Um, something that you may not know, as an employee, you are not obligated to clean biohazard, a.k.a. fecal matter or urine or anything like that, bodily fluids, because it's considered hazmat. You're so not- who do you get to do that? A crime scene cleanup place, and that's what they said. We were called in by a company to do that, but apparently you didn't have that choice or weren't told oh, nobody, you had that yeah, choice. Nobody ever nah. gave us that kind of a choice. It was just like, just go do it. Because you would tell, you've told me a few stories from how bad. I mean, they weren't not horrendous, but not great. The one time I went to go check on the bathroom, do you actually check every fifteen or half hour? Nah, well, not. I mean, we, <laughs> it depends on the place. I guess that's where I was saying, like at, at a beaver dam, like when I worked there, they had their own bathroom. And so somebody else maintained that. And so like, depending on where I worked, it was different. Yeah, it just makes sense. Cause uh, Olivia worked at an ice cream shop and it was half of a bank. And so it was the bank's responsibility to take care of the restrooms because it was a shared restroom. Right. So that's, so, okay. That that's type what, of thing. That's what, a, I was just going to, yeah. I mean, yeah, we still check on them all the time and usually anymore they make them so that they're combined. So that there aren't any employee restrooms, so that if you have to go to the bathroom, you better make sure it's clean, because you got to go there too. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one time I'm I'm working I'm working the front line, and um, I have this employee, and he kind of like fingers me over, and I said, "Hey, what's up?" And he was like, "There's somebody in their bathroom, and they're and they're trying to kill themselves." <laughs> He's like, they're slitting their wrists and stuff. Oh, my gosh. And I said, uh, okay. And so I go to the back. I don't even remember why I went to. I think I went to the back to get, like, a couple towels or something. Because I'm like, huh. And I'm formulating in my head what I'm going to say when I walk through the door. Excuse me, sir. Uh, Can you kill yourself someplace else? (laughs) I can't. I can't do this right here in the bathroom right now. Like, I didn't know what I was going to tell this guy. So I'm kind of, like, thinking about it. And when I got in there, there was just blood all over the sinks, and whoever it was was gone. So I never talked to anyone, but and the blood was just everywhere all over the sinks. So we just put on plastic gloves and stuff and cleaned it up, and so that was that. Huh. Um, an- That's, that'd be terrifying. You're just, you know, an employee at McDonald's or wherever, and you're going pee, and there's a guy slitting his wrist in the bathroom? At least you had some warning before, like, like <laughs> right. you walk in and go, What? <laughs> 
911. There's maybe been a death in my. I don't know. There's a bunch of blood in my bathroom. When I worked downtown and worked third shift, like the police knew me by my first name. Like seriously knew me by my first name because so many. Like where one time I'm watching on the cameras and I see this person fall out of their car in the drive-through. What? And they're like, kind of, and it looks like the guy's kind of like fighting with somebody and there's other fighting and the other doors open and all these guys, other guys come out and they're like, it looks like they're all fighting with him. And I'm like, oh, great. They're going to beat him down right there on the concrete of my store, of my store. So got it. I yell at the one girl who's with me. I'm like, call 911. They're beating this guy down out on the concrete. And uh, so I go out there and I'm like, what is, you know, I'm trying to like supposedly Whoa. break up whatever's going on, but I, they're yelling and screaming. So I just waited for the cops to get there, and and uh, basically what happened is is dude A was drunk, fell out of the car. Dude B was trying to get him up in the car, but dude A was so drunk that he didn't know what was going on and was fighting him. And so he called dude C and dude D, and they all kind of came around to try and get him back in the car, but he was fighting them because he was so drunk. And uh, so the cops showed up and put them all back in the car and told them to leave the car. <laughs> so, yeah, that was... Huh. Because and then what? What are a few other stories about the cops? Because you've told me that you obviously said they knew about, uh, knew you most, by name. Ninety percent of them were uh, panhandlers mm. that were bugging customers. So I'd be like, "Hey, I'm sorry, you can't ask for money here. You need to go elsewhere." And um, most of the time, the panhandlers would leave, but sometimes they'd fight me on it, and I'd be like, I, "I'm not fighting you. I'm just going to call the cops." I'm a McDonald's employee, sir. <laughs> I don't actually technically care if you're here. <laughs> But you're bugging my customers. Right. So I'd tell, I'd, then I'd go and call the cops, and the cops would kick them out. Um, I did actually have a guy reach in my back window and steal, like, stuff out of the changer, like quarters <laughs> or whatever. And the cops had to, they found him later trying to buy a bottle of vodka with quarters. <laughs> <laughs> one. $10. In now, okay, so you did tell me one story when you were working at Subway of a guy who, who he was always there, and you would give him Subway gift cards once in a while. And there was a, a guy came in, it was like, I think it was around Christmas time, maybe it wasn't, but he gave him like 50 bucks or something, because it was, or five bucks or something, and you're like, oh, you shouldn't give him that. You should have given him Oh, no, that, was a, that wasn't a Subway. Oh, that, that was, was a Subway? still a McDonald's. Oh, it was still a McDonald's. Yeah, that place, that, that store downtown is just, is rough. Insane. Yeah. So, yeah, I came around the corner to, Actually, I think I was coming out of the bathroom to go back behind the counter. And this panhandler that I had to kick out every day, literally every day, because he would come up with some different place to, like, panhandle. And um, I hear him go, whoa, and he, like, goes running out the door. And I was like, what the world just happened to him? And I can't remember his name right now, but. He would always panhandle until he had enough money for the biggest bottle of vodka that he could get at the uh, at the like shell station across the street. And he would go and buy that, and then he would sit on these steps and drink and just look at McDonald's because there was nothing else to look at, I guess. And so I came out, and I was like, what in the world just happened to him? And the there was a nice, nice dress, nice-looking man, and he handed, and he looked at me, and he goes... I just gave that man $50, and that way he's going to eat well tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. And I was like, I was like, do I burst his bubble? <laughs> and I said, yes, he will. 
And I just walked on. <laughs> I walked on. I decided to leave it at that. And sure enough, he was across the street drinking two bottles of vodka <laughs> <laughs> later on that day. So, yeah. The moral of the story is do what you think is good when you're giving people. But what I, I, I what, hardly ever, I never give people money. I just can't do it anymore. I either give them coupons to a restaurant. I give them gift cards. I'll, I'll do some other stuff. Like there was this guy and he sat next to this bridge every time I would get off because I would go to work by there and he would sit there and, you know, and it was hot. And so I gave him two bottles of water and then I had the next two days off and I came back and the two bottles of water were still sitting there unopened. So I guess somebody wasn't thirsty. Not for water, anyways. Not not everything helps. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, probably one of the weirdest things I ever had happen was, it was a pr- um, there was a place that used to have like, like it was like a bar that had a youth night. It's kind of weird, but whatever. All right, okay, that's one way to get <laughs> uh, children into bars. I guess. Yeah, I have that'd be a whole other subject, but anyway, so about. 12 when they closed down, 12, 15, a little bit after that, like six minivans full of teenagers pull into the lot, the doors open, and they in mass in the parking lot, and they all have the same radio station, and they're all bumping, and they're all dancing in my whole parking lot. And I'm sitting there watching on the surveillance cameras going, And there's cars trying to get through them in my drive-thru. And I'm like, somebody's going to die. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I called the police for that one, but they didn't get there in time before they left. So they all took off after. I guess that's a good thing. And then uh, you told me a story one time. You had a a certain reaction when you were counting money. Oh, yeah, that was downtown, too. I had a lot of that. (laughs) I had a lot of... Downtown, there was a lot of good stories. The place was crazy. I know. So that's you've told me many stories throughout the years of working there, because I remember you told uh, this story, I don't know, a couple, like five, ten years ago. When I would work at the Bluffton one, the biggest thing I got was the morning guys would come in and change the station, the TV station, to like ABC or something to watch the morning news. And then later on in the afternoon, when the Bridge Club or whatever came in, Maury Povich would be on, and they'd be like, this is not appropriate for a family restaurant. You should change this channel. And I'm like, That's you're here. my problem. You're here every single day. This right here is the channel changing button. You hit it twice, and it gets you back to your whatever weather station you want to watch. Like, But every day they would come and get me. I need to talk to a manager. I don't know who keeps changing this to this Maury Povich stuff, but we don't want to hear about it. <laughs> You're the father. Right? So they didn't want to. So, I mean, that was kind of some of the bigger things that happened there. I mean, there were other things, obviously, that, that you could. Yeah, there were other things that went on. But for the most part, like those were the those were the bigger things where downtown was just whack. No filter. No nothing. Just like, here we go. <laughs> full, full, full throttle. I mean, <laughs> there were dudes I would have come in and they they their like passenger seat would be full of half full of drugs and half full of money. And they'd be like, Oh, I don't know. This 20 looks good and throw it at me. And <laughs> you're like, all right, thanks. We had girls who would uh, break up with their boyfriends and have heroin withdrawals because they were addicted to heroin from dating. So-and-so and it was, that place was crazy, but um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about it, but I'd been, I'd been a manager for a long time, but every time I would go in at night, 
and count money downtown. I mean, I was terrible. My eyes would start watering and I would start sneezing and um, just like would have like a felt like an allergic reaction and I'd get headaches and I could and never. Right then, Jonathan realized, man, I shouldn't have this much money ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's just, um, but then somebody looked at me and was like, oh, yeah, that's the crack on the money. And I was like, oh, yeah, crack on the money. That's normal. That's normal. <laughs> From where I grew up in North, little tiny <laughs> town, USA, 200 people. Yeah, crack on the money. That's fine. Crack, crack on the money. So, yeah, that was something I, I uh, probably should have started wearing gloves when I counted the money. I, I don't know if that would have helped or not. It probably wouldn't have helped, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's been, been worse, so. So yeah, it's been it's been fun. You, like I said, you meet a lot of people. You do a lot of uh, soul searching. A lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you realize kind of how good you've got it, or how different the world is from where you were, or, or uh, what you do. And um, it 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 was it was one of those uh those things that you learn when you meet so many people. You're like, you know, I'm not I'm not any of those things. I just hate self loving, self entitled people. <laughs> like. I'm not, I'm not really, you know, racist or sexist or any of those things. I just hate people that don't want to that feel self-entitled. And mm. yeah, self-entitlement is one of the worst things. Cause if you like, I haven't dealt with a whole lot where I've worked cause I haven't, I've worked with the same people for like seven years, no five years, but it's, I've noticed it in other jobs where people are just like, well, I deserve this. And mm. this is the standard of which I should have Yep, my stuff right now. Or like the guy who wanted the fish sandwich right now. Right. Well, and you, some is like learning. You, like I said, you, a lot of it is realizing what people's expectations are versus what reality is and trying to mesh those together because, you know, his expectations were, oh, you can just give me fish right now and you're just putting me off. And I was like, no, you can have fish right now, but it will be raw. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's. I mean, that's your, your whole thing is to explain people what reality is compared to what their expectations are. And, you know, and so to, not to be mean, but in your guys' business, nobody has any idea what reality is. So, <laughs> like, no, not really. You need to be telling them, like, we're trying to pump the unicorn straight out of the sewer, <laughs> but the unicorns are getting stuck in the Columbine Turner. And so we got to get a new Columbine Turner with the wing wing. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's really quite true. Because I like start communicating, like, yeah, we're doing this, 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 and, and then you just kind of get this, and like, then their eyes go glossy. Right. Like, is it working? Yes, it is working. Right. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it does. The the people that are everybody's in any service technician's life is. Well, I used to do this, but I thought I'd call you guys instead. I've gotten some of those. And you're like, <laughs> okay, thanks. I'm glad that you know how to do this. Well, my favorite one was a lady had a sewer backup, and. A guy was there five years ago from our company who ran it through this drain. And I said, well, I can't run it through that drain. I need to take your toilet off and run it through there. She said, well, <laughs> the other guy did it this way. I'm like, ma'am, I don't know what he did. It wasn't the way I am going to do it right now. This is, she's like, I said, this is normal to take the toilet off. No, it's not. The other guy did it. I called Kevin. I called my <laughs> boss and I was like, what do you want me to do? He said, just pull the toilet. Tell her this is normal. <laughs> this is normal. This was the reason she didn't want me to pull her toilet. She had carpet in her restroom. Uh, so, I mean, that's, that's where you end up is like you, you learn. And I know like from cooking for massive amounts of people, like it takes 
I understand that, yes, it only takes three and a half minutes to cook your chicken. I understand that. But I also realize that the 16-year-old that we're paying minimum wage has to stop thinking about something else and realize that there's an order on the screen, which takes a minute to two and a half minutes, depending on whether I'm yelling at him or not. (laughs) Then he has to turn around and get his gloves on so he can put the raw chicken in the thing. And then he's got to stir it around a little bit. And then once we're already he re- at eight minutes, <laughs> <laughs> once he realizes he stirred the chicken around enough, he's got to sift it out and put it in the fry basket, put it down. And we're then now at 26 minutes, <laughs> push, push the three and a half minute timer. And heaven forbid, if he looked at the thing wrong and puts the wrong sauce on it. So, <laughs> I mean, and that's what I've always told people. I'm like, yeah, you don't understand. We have a 16 year old in the back who's taking your order. And hopefully it gets on a screen and another 16-year-old sees it and puts down the correct food so that we put it in the window so that the another 16-year-old <laughs> hands it to another 16-year-old who hands it out the window to you. And what people don't really don't understand is probably 90% of the... Do you think that's, that's high or No, that's perfect? about right. 90% of the time you get it right. Yep. And ten, but the thing is... 90%, that extra 10%, that's maybe what? How many people? Not, I mean, the thing is, we do about four to 500 people a day. So, yeah, ten, that's statistically pretty good. Right. Statist, that's good statistics. Yep. So. It just stinks when it, you're that person. Well, like, yep. so, like something, <laughs> something really, really minor happened with Caleb and I recently. We went and got breakfast somewhere, and I had hairs on my toast. In the butter. Fibers. Mm, delicious. It looked like hair. It was hair. And I was like, I think there's hair on my toast. I don't want a new piece of toast. I don't want any issues. I just want to let you know there's hair on my toast. She said, oh, that's probably from our baster or like the brush they put it on. And then everything clicked. I went, all right, I'm not mad at all. I don't need anything compensation. I just wanted to let you know so the next person doesn't deal with this. They need. And she was having a phenomenal day as it was. So (laughs) she... Ugh. I, I feel bad for them because they're, they're, you guys have to wear masks yet, right? And, and you have to wear it pretty much the entire time because you're working with food, you're working with people. So you pretty much have to have it on the entire time. Yep. And so you're cooking, you're hot, and you're wearing a mask. Thankfully, I can, James and I, we get in the truck, we can take ours off and whew, we can take a breather. Not so much for you guys. You pretty much have to wear it. The entire day. We step in, I mean, there's times we step in the back. Yeah. We got to eat and drink and so on and so forth. And I think it, like, I had a lady, normally I have a, one of those ribbon masks that just tie up, and then I've got pins on my hat so that I don't have them on my ears because it hurts my ears. Uh-huh. And um, so normally I just have my mask resting, resting like here on the tip of my nose, and sometimes it'll, it'll slip down, but most of the time it's like right around there. And I had a lady come up, and she's like, I just want you to know I don't eat at restaurants where they don't have it up over their nose. And I said, okay, I'm sorry. And I pulled it up a little bit, but... <laughs> She was already walking toward the exit. So, yeah, it does get hot. I mean, you do, but you, you adjust. I mean, yeah. you got something you got to realize is you're human beings. You do that type of stuff. And if I understand correctly, um, the governor, at least for here, said that if you're working on a grill, you don't have to, you don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> no, because you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, That's true. So for the grill, the, we don't wear masks, but for the most part, then the fryers and stuff, they all wear masks. But, I mean, you're, you're cooking food anyway to 160. You're going to kill all the bacteria yep. anyway. Do, Caleb, do you have any more questions about fast food? I was going to transition to computers. No, I'm good with fast food. Um, I do have a couple of things. Uh, Jonathan and I, we're about 10 years apart or something like that. So 
I have a couple of things that I've always just picked up over the years that, you know, he come in and tell a story. Jonathan's always good. <laughs> Jonathan's always good with stories. So there's two stories that I, I loved. And, and one of them was when you went to the Smoky Mountain Knife Works with your friend. And you guys were running through the woods. Oh, that boy, that was a long, that was our senior trip. Yeah. Like, like when you went with your bike. Yeah. So for my senior trip, my friend Richard and I went down to Smoky Mountain Knife Works. And um, if you've ever been there, you can buy literally anything like knife related, anything knife related. You can buy swords. You can buy tiny pocket knives. Mom was always going to take me and then she never did. But I remember Joel having like we went Joel axes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's where we bought you that knife with the snake head. You still have that? I don't know. I don't know. It was on your wall. It might have been weird and moved. That's okay. So anyway. Richard and I bought these huge machetes because, you know, we're 18. We're doing awesome. And then <laughs> everything's amazing. Everything is amazing. And then so we it was a really hot summer day. It's probably like August, I'm thinking. And so we drove down the, I don't know, whatever that road is that's there in the Smoky Mountains there in Tennessee and just pulled over at this place where there was like this creek and stuff. It may have been a park. I don't remember. Anyway, we're running through the forest with our newly bought knives. Two, <laughs> two country boys from Ohio. Yes, and we're running through. And we're like, oh, and we're like chopping trees and pretending we're like ninja Jedi. We have two giant swords in each hand. And I, as I come around the corner, oh, no. I see these no. like three fishermen oh, standing no. on the shore. And my friend Richard doesn't see them. And oh, he no. comes around and he jumps off the <laughs> and he doesn't have a shirt on. He's like, <laughs> and like looks up and he like sees him and he's doing this whole like we were doing this like silly thing anyway. And he's like, Wah! and he's like, oh, there's people watching. <laughs> and he kind of like just stands up with these two giant knives and the two fishermen are like. We're gonna die today. <laughs> who, who is this wild? Can I man? call my wife at least? And I was like, "Come on, Richard, let's go back that way." <laughs> and so we just kind of slowly walked the other direction. We we're just like, "Hi guys, <laughs> hi with our giant knives." Top of the morning to you. <laughs> we're gonna go back. I don't know whether they, they, I don't know whether they called the police or not, but but we left shortly after what, that. The thing is, what do you tell the police? I mean, you can tell them exactly that, but then they'd be like, "What?" Oh, man. so there was two eighteen-year-old boys running around with their shirts off, and they had two giant machetes, <laughs> they and they were... jump out of the woods, and then they left. <laughs> and then they walked off slowly. I don't know. It might have been a yeti with hairless, hairless yetis. They look scared. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was one of my. And then. The other one was um, you brought, uh, we were all out at the woods. It was one of the few times where we all gathered as fonts. Oh, gosh. And you brought cow utter suckers. suckers. <laughs> cow utter suckers, yep. Nope, I don't remember this. I probably wasn't born, or you... at least I was three. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was another one with Richard, believe it or not. Richard used to live across the street oh from, a, uh, from a dairy farm. He used to work on a dairy farm. <laughs> And every six months, they are required to change their uh, their udder suckers for their milk, <laughs> as as lack for a better word. I'm sure I'm sure there's a technical word out there for it. I really udder suckers. I I can just see you just see Danny Cyber writing on that. It's like, what do you mean they're called blah 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 blah? blah. Don't you know that? Like, 
but these yeah so they changed the udder suckers so for whatever <laughs> reason they gave them to me or i hey, wanted them hey or I dug, them suckers. Of, <laughs> I dug them out of the dumpster <laughs> they're delightful for the love of pete i have no idea why <laughs> oh but they burned really well <laughs> And we would set them on fire like torches and put them on sticks and run through the woods. Because they stayed lit. They 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 stayed very lit. They yeah. were very cool. Yeah, and they looked like, basically they kind of looked like German grenades. Yep. Is what they really originally looked like. And I just remember we used to chuck them at each other, which was pretty entertaining. And then they started lighting them and then chucking them, which was also pretty entertaining. I don't, I don't think we threw them at each other after we lit them. I don't think, no, I don't think you threw them. I think you were just launching them just to watch yeah but it was it was pretty entertaining i do they remember would, that oh my goodness lit. yeah nope i remember that that was i don't remember all i remember okay so i stayed <laughs> i stayed in a tent with your dad that night mm-hmm. oh no and did we I, have cabbage that night no i used to have like i used to have like i don't want to call them night tears but i used to like do th- <laughs> like wake up in my sleep and do like crazy stuff <laughs> and um like Uncle Paul used to stay at our house like sometimes this is when they would work up here and I would sit up and I would just talk and I wouldn't say words I would just like yell like, and he got so used to it he used to just like Jonathan lay down and go back to sleep <laughs> and so for whatever reason it was a full moon and I sat up in bed <laughs> I sat up in bed and Paul was next to me on one side and Leo was next to me on the other side, and I'm like, the tent's on fire! The tent's on fire! <laughs> <laughs> and your dad just told me to shut up and go, hey, shut up, Jonathan, the tent's not on fire. It's just the moon. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh my. What, did, what did Leo do? Anything? Or did Leo, he was, wake up? Leo was just scared because he's not used to somebody <laughs> sitting up and waking him up screaming, oh. the tent's on fire. Oh, my, oh, my. wife. She oh. will do that. She will wake up sometimes. Like I don't know what it is, but every now and then, she, she will have nightmares about bugs in the bed, and she will literally jump out of bed, run over and like flip on the lights, and she's just like, <laughs> I'm like, it's okay, honey. There's nothing here. You can go back to bed. Okay. <laughs> the lights off and goes back. It's just the weirdest thing <laughs> that happens every every now and then. I I grew out of mine. Like I don't. As far as I know, I don't do that anymore. But the only thing I remember recently that I did to Olivia is I coughed on her in her sleep. We we were both mm-hmm. facing each other. She came back to sleep, and I had turned over, and apparently we were facing each other. And I woke up and like coughed or sneezed or something. She's like, "What the heck?" And I'm like, I, "She almost pushed me out of bed because <laughs> she got a bunch of air in her face." No, they. I I don't. I don't. I mean, again, I don't think I do that anymore. I warned Brittany about it when we got married, but I don't think. Honey, I, I might wake up and say the house is on fire. Yeah, just to let you know. I might wake up and just yell random stuff. Yeah, so. the only weird thing I used to do, and you probably—I don't know if you knew this or not—I used to thump. Like I used to bang my head on things. Yeah, it was really weird. I think I was mentally something. <laughs> Caleb's um, killed six people. Anyways, <laughs> we're not going to discuss that. So one night, I, I started doing it, and my wife like woke up, and she's like. What is going on? Because I was sitting there banging my head against the pillow because I was weird. And she was like, um, are you okay? Are you, are you fine? What's wrong? And I'm like, oh, I was doing that? And she's like, yeah, it's kind of freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I go back to sleep. And then I never did it again. That's good. No, I don't. You, like, you got permission from your wife to stop. <laughs> Asher has, like, problems with, like, noises and things. And or he'll get, he'll, I don't know if he's overstimulated. Yeah, yeah. Stimulated. And, um. 
Brittany used to laugh at me, but I would always tell him, like, go get in the bathtub. He's like, I don't need to go get in the bathtub. And he would get there and he just put his head underwater and that just blocked everything out. And it really, it really helped us. She's like, how did you know that? I said, guess who used to get in the bathtub? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This guy, because it just was like, it was just relaxing. I didn't hear anything. So I was going <clears> to <throat> go back. So you spent, as we've kind of talked over 17 years, roughly, of uh, fast food management and whatnot. But another thing that Jonathan is really good at and that he's stuck with since it started, basically, or went mainstream, was computers. 1989, I think. When did you get your first, not your first computer, but when did our family get our first computer? And why did we get it? It was a K-Pro. Yeah, Dad still has it. I don't it. even know what that is. It's upstairs. No, 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 I do know what the K-Pro is. I've seen it a few times. Yeah. It probably works. So upstairs? why did we get it? I think so, in the attic? Yeah. I, uh, Waller actually bought it originally. Um, oops, excuse me. For the, he bought it for the museum, mm. and then because he was doing uh, editing, and, oh, editing. So for like the the uh, uh, this, the, the old Fort News yep. and stuff old like Fort that. News. So he bought it originally. I'm thinking for that, and then when he decided to sell it a couple of years later and upgrade, um, Dad was ecstatic because Dad like me and. I don't know if you are like that, but he does terrible at spelling and stuff. And he got yes, tired yes. of yes. <laughs> typing up uh, proposals and stuff for people to and do having work on the house. Errors. And then having spelling errors and having to white it out and so on and so forth. And so um, that gave him leeway where he could put the whole thing together. He could spell check it. He could have mom look at it. And then he could put it all together and print it out. And it looked really professional. And he really liked that. So he bought it for the business. The business actually paid for it. I of course was uberly fascinated by it. The K Pro. This was this was eight or eighteen ninety five. This was nineteen eighty nine. You said eighty eight eighty nine. Eighty eight eighty nine. Maybe it was earlier than that. Is that when computers mostly went mainstream, or when did they? When did like um, I mean, DOS come out for consumers? I guess when was the first? When was the first com- consumer PC? You're, I mean, you're real, you're real close to that because the eighties was really one of those one of those points. So I mean, the thing didn't have any any hard drive at all so everything was off the disc was mm-hmm. it off the, was did you guys have the paper cards or that no, was before no, that no, was that previous was before. yeah okay, those, those are the big floppy magnet discs okay so they were about mm-hmm. yeah the five five and a quarter five and a quarter i think they were there were the five and the quarter and there were the three and a half that were the small hard plastic dad ones. found some three and a half i don't know where what he read him off of but he found some pictures of me when i was like two Oh wow! He sent him to he sent him to me. He was like, "I found these on a floppy disk." I'm like, "Great!" I think he actually. I think Walter has a has a, a USB floppy. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So, um, I mean, I rem- probably one of my biggest memories. It would have been was I'm trying to remember whether Grandpa was still alive or not. So we went down to where I live now. For grandma and grandpa, and mom and dad bought me Where in the USA is Carmen San Diego. I remember that game, not the original, and but it I came playing that in game. four colors. <laughs> four on floppy your awesome disc screen. colors? No, just oh, four, four colors. colors on the screen. <laughs> which were the pukiest colors ever. And um, like puke green, puke yellow, puke red. Yeah, that was about it. No, 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 yellow. It was kind oh, right. of yellow like, doesn't, it's, it's RGB. It kind of like a tan. No, it wasn't even. It was like a magenta, cyan, and 
something. Anyway, so that was our first computer, and in the I, that's all. That's game. pretty much all I remember. I mean, I wanted to buy more computer games and stuff, but there really wasn't any. Like, there was no internet. There was nothing like that. And then the biggest jump was when Dad got the next computer, which was a two eighty six. Uh, he Walter bought a Gravis gamepad, which looked like a Super Nintendo pad without the shoulder buttons. Hmm. So you had four buttons and you had a D-pad and then you had, I don't even think you had a start in anything. It was just that. And with it came a disc, came a five, five and a half inch floppy disc. And um, it came with Commander Keen. And so I started digging around a little bit more and I found out that it had three other shareware games on it. And <gasps> I was like so excited. I couldn't see straight. And I, I begged my mom and that somehow I don't remember even how I made money because I was it was I would have been young. Like but I told my mom I told mom I wanted to buy the whole Commander King because you got the first episode for free and then you could get the other three episodes. So we ended up sending the money into Apogee. Oh and- my goodness, this was way back. Oh wow. <laughs> So we sent in, we, we saw yep. something on the back of the comic book. We sent it in, we got our special glasses. So we could see through nothing because they were fake. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's what we did. We Commander Keen. I remember playing Commander Keen. We put the whole, we, we sent the money into ID Software and got the discs a couple weeks later and booted it up and found two more free shareware games on them Crystal Caves and Cosmos Cosmic Adventure. Oh, I think I actually remember dad playing that one. See, the about mo- that time, your dad got a computer. Yep. And I, I think was we jealous. got the hand-me-downs. No, you bought a new one at that point. Oh, did we? And I was jealous because it was better than ours. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. So, um, to fast forward a ton, um, dad bought a couple more computers as time would go on. And um, networking was always exciting because I always, my dream was always to play video games with my brother, Joel. And we would, um, we went to KB Toys in the mall and bought Warcraft, Warcraft the original one. Warcraft, the original Warcraft one. And one of my memories of Warcraft one was I went up to see what Dad was doing that day, and he's just sitting there. Oops, he's just sitting there staring at his computer screen. I said, "What you doing, Dad?" I'm just watching this guy, and he had killed the entire enemy army except for one peon and he was watching the peon rebuild the city and he wanted to see if the ai was smart enough to rebuild the entire city and he was sitting there <laughs> and i was like huh i don't it, i think i might have heard that story but it, it sounds if, like something dad would knew, do if you knew our dad like my dad would be the one who. We're be... gonna get we're gonna get dad and possibly Uncle Paul on this podcast. He was. We're, we're definitely gonna do it because I want to go through history, a history of dad. My just to find out all the. Oh my he's, goodness! He's sixty three. Just turned sixty three. Yeah. Or no, he's turning sixty three this month and this week. Yep. Is it this week or next yep. week? No. Soon. And uh, so he's lived a lot of life and seen before computers, up until we now, obviously, where we have. Yeah, they seen I have a lot five of monitors behind me. But oh my gosh! Anyways, yeah, but dad was dad was always one of those people who want to see how things work. Yeah, he would be one of those people like, huh? What happens if you crash in the lava? I don't know. Well, why don't you crash in the lava? I'm not supposed to crash in the lava. 
But what happens if you crash <laughs> in the lava? And I got, I definitely got. I don't that know, feeling. Dad. I'll jump in the lava, whatever, just to see what happens. That's the first thing I do with any game. I see if I can kill myself. <laughs> I see if I can <laughs> jump off the map. I'm like, oh, this game's stupid. It doesn't let me jump off the map. I, I just, it's, it holds my hand too much. <laughs> That's why it's not. It's kind of entertaining to watch James play Alexis, or Alex, whatever. Alex, whatever. Alex, Half Life, Alex it's, on VR. It's fun, kind of watching him do it, but then you're also kind of like James. How long are you going to stick there and play with this thing? Because <laughs> I just like messing with them. Like, how good are these physics? Oh, half like that. Like, what can fun. I do? What can I give this thing to make it react to it? Because that game is so. I've never played a VR game like it. Doesn't matter, anyways. This I, isn't about me. I seriously grabbed one of the zombies in that game and just started slapping it <laughs> to see if it would actually work. And it does. You just slap its head back and forth. I feel like, like I would be doing this in real life. There's a zombie corpse here in front of me, and I'm like, Ugh. oh my gosh, I'm a 19-year-old girl. I'm going to pick this zombie up and start bitch slapping it. <laughs> no, I don't think that ever crossed any girl's mind, no. ever. But. So anyways, going back, you, so a bunch of upgrades later, Warcraft 1 came out. Yeah, and we also had another game. Now, how many computers did we have at this time? I'm, oh, I'm probably how old at this point? Three? Really no, young. I don't, oh, think... I don't even exist yet. You don't so... exist yet. No, we had... I used to... That's a weird thought. Like, one of the weirdest things that I used to do uh, when I was a teenager was um, my friend Danny, who lived about seven miles from my house, also had a computer, and I installed Descent on his computer and Descent on my computer, and we tried to play it over dial-up. <laughs> and then your mom would get a phone call and she'd pick it up and ruin the whole thing. Right, and we had call waiting, and we'd be in the middle of playing something. Oh, no. And it would go, doot, doot, and every time the call waiting beeped through, there would be lag, and then it would go again, and then there would be lag because the call waiting would keep Oh, kicking. no. So we only did that a couple times, but... I ended up buying all kinds of cables to make the two computers work because at the time there wasn't the networking that they have now. So it was it was interesting. It was more of a it was a serial cable, and we hooked them up. And Joel Joel and I used to play games together, and I used to have friends over, and we'd play games and stuff. But yeah. That so was, when did you get your first computer? You purchased... Did you build your first computer, or did you buy a pre-built first? No, no. I built my first computer right out of high school. Um, took all my graduation money that I didn't use and went to the radio station and <laughs> I bought, I bought myself a, a nice computer. I'm, now that you mention it, I, I did pre-build it. I did get a pre-built at Solid Rock. The first Rock. time. Yeah. Yeah. At Solid Rock Computers. Do you remember the specs of your first computer? <laughs> oh, geez. It was a 486. Maybe it was a Pentium. I can't remember. It's been a long time. I mean, that's time. been a minute. How many computers do you think you've built since then for everybody and yourself? Not just all of them. Probably like 15 or 20 at least. And some of them anymore, it's just cheaper to buy a pre-build. Mm -hmm. It really is. You just can't. Like, I Sometime, can't build you a computer for what Hewlett Packard can. Yeah. With my computer, we put, you couldn't build my computer for less than I, or for, yeah, you probably couldn't build it for less now still. Yeah. And it's two years old. But it's. It's really fascinating to see different people's perspective on computers. Like, our mother's perspective was they're evil. <laughs> yes. And then, I don't know, other people's was for gaming, or they weren't for gaming, or... I mean, they're just, they're, they're so they're uni tool, universal. Yeah. I used mine as a phone machine once. There was a program you could get to make your computer a phone machine, so I used my computer as a phone machine because I didn't want to buy a phone machine. 
Um, I use my computer, obviously, for communications like emails and so on and so forth. Um, just they're so universal as far as like video editing and and audio editing and entertainment as far as like YouTube and other various video sharing sites. Um, just uh, when I worked at the radio station, we had Napster. Yep. Napster's so I used to one. Napster everything. You could Napster videos. You could Good Napster Lord, that's audio. that's so old. <laughs> Oh my. Well, Jonathan. So yeah, probably 15, 20 computers. Just recently got a new computer that my friend had built last year and decided he was done um, with computers with computers general. for right now. And so uh, I got my first VR, which VR is amazing. I love my HTC. It's the, You can sit and you can tell somebody VR is probably one of the first things that I've ever like you have to experience it yourself. You can't like you can't watch a video because I've done the same thing. I've I've tried to explain to people. I've tried watching videos and showing people videos of it, but you, it doesn't make sense unless you do it. It really doesn't. Yeah, the first time I slipped on James's headset, it just puts you in a totally different world. It's incredible. Yeah, and so I've been uh, trying to get used to that. I get sick real easy with them, so i got to be careful. I usually can put in about 20, 25 minutes, and then, it's, then I've got it. I start getting claustrophobic, which I didn't think I would. I start getting a headache and just feeling miserable. I just quit <laughs> doing it. So... Yeah, that's been uh, that's been a short history of your computers. Short history of my computers, and and, and a, short, a longer history of uh, fast food. <laughs> There's just so many stories. Like when you're dealing with people, I think the biggest the biggest thing it's taught me is like people are people are people are people are people are people. And and technically, you did fulfill your your dream of being in communications. Yeah. You you have to communicate <laughs> every day and solve problems. That people have every day. Yeah, like it or otherwise, <laughs> you you make it you make it pretty quick, and you and you learn. I mean, that is one thing. I mean, it's it's like a really bad speed dating program, yep. and you do it every day with four hundred people, and you have three minutes, and here we go. Yeah, and Ding. that's that's really how it is in all walks of life. Yeah, and you don't know who they are or where they're coming from, or you and know, you may never see them again, yeah. or they'll be regulars. Well, there's people. There's it's Lima. There's I've seen a lot of those people, so yeah, it's just you treat everybody with respect and move forward. You do well. Be courteous as you can. Take that also into driving and turn on your turn signal. Anyways, wow, <laughs> rabbit hole, bam. So, well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thanks for coming on, Jonathan. Yep, yeah, thank it you. It was lovely having you. Uh, I was excited. Caleb was excited when I told him like three stories. I was like, because you you were excited. You're like, yeah, it'd be cool to have Jonathan on. And I was like, well, here's three stories that he's told me. And you went, oh, okay. Well, this is gonna be really exciting. Then. <laughs> oh, there's always stories. People are just crazy. They just really are. So thanks so much for joining us. Joining us. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for updates on the podcast. If you want to be on the podcast, have ideas, or if you have a green screen idea, you can message us on Facebook, Instagram, or email us at morningeggnog at gmail .com. Um, if you, we're going to be doing another $50 Amazon gift card giveaway at some point. So we'll be announcing that, uh, probably in the next four months or so. So, uh, no gang signs. What are you doing? <laughs> but, uh, thanks so much for joining us and have a wonderful morning, noon or night. See ya. Peace out.